Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chant TV begins right now. Great to be with you as always. Me and the boys are here. There's Ira, there's Corey on the other side of the glass. Brought to you by our friends at Register Sausage. Yay, sausage. A lot of people had that at Hotel Indigo, Ira, when we were doing the pregame show, walking around. Everybody had a sausage, dog. And then I I suppose carried over into the stadium. Yeah, I hope so. They also had him at the softball, at the soft, at the Plex. They had him at softball games over the weekend as well. Plex. And at uh, Joe Campbell Stadium. So, people, hopefully you spoke. Hopefully you spoke with your wallets and your stomachs and got a lot of registered sausage so that they will bring it back uh, in the future to Florida State sporting events. And if you don't, if you weren't there, there's have no fear, Corey. Mm, don't you fear. You can go into your local grocery store. If they don't carry it, talk to the meat manager. Ask for no, it. No, yeah. Politely. Now, does every grocery store have a meat manager, or is it just Publix? Like, I think if you it, go to, I don't know, Piggly Wiggly and say, where's your meat manager? Will they know what you're talking about? They better have a okay, meat manager. Yeah, exactly right. If they don't, there's going to be problems. Because the headliners, look, will speak. I don't think the people are rolling over to the Piggly Wiggly like they used to. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not, it, it's not it, the 1950s Is anymore, it defunct? Is, it? is the Piggly Wiggly still oh, around? Oh, I think you still got some Piggly Wigglies out there. Yeah? Okay. Arkansas, probably, right? So when I was uh, in college, I actually worked at a, I think it was, oh no, you know what it was? It was pick and save. I didn't, I had a job. I was about to get excited. Doing maintenance. You worked at a Piggly Wiggly. I did not work at the Piggly Wiggly. I had a job in maintenance at our apartment complex. And the guys that worked in our, the mar, the maintenance department for our apartment complex, Corey, were some, 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 some rugged dudes. I, there were some I rugged can imagine. dudes. Yeah. And so the first day I'm working, they weren't working their way through. No, no, this, this, <laughs> that was pretty much okay. the, the apex. They were good guys, though. And uh, so they said, hey, we're going to lunch. you want to go? And I was like, oh, sure, where are we going? Oh, there's a seafood buffet. And it was mm. at the pick and save. Yeah. Mm. It was like a $6 seafood yeah. buffet. Yep. Trust that one, don't you? That was the last time. Yeah, last time <laughs> you didn't I went do it again. Yeah. Didn't do it again. Wasn't, was, wasn't long for that job. But anyway, you can, local grocery stores in the southeast, go to ask for registered sausage. Or if you live out elsewhere, Registermeats.com is the website. They'll deliver to you. comes fresh, delicious. You'll be happy. It'll feel like you were at Doe Campbell Stadium. I would think they would have them at the Hogley Woggly as well. 
I don't. I don't. Now, oh, no. You think the oh, hoggly wogglies yeah, around? I think so. I I think it's about to. There's about to be a resurgence, a, a run. Yeah, let's of go. Hoggly wogglies and piggly wigglies. Well, people who were around Tallahassee in the early '90s remember the piggly wigglies and the hoggly wogglies. Yeah, yeah. I do. I remember them very, very so well. So hopefully the Swanee Swifties as well. Oh the yeah, the was yeah, bad. Yeah. We don't know what the concession lines were like on the spring game. They maybe weren't the most staffed. Based on the tribal council. Not a lot of happy returns to the, uh, yeah, a lot, little concerns about the length of the concession stand. Hey, yeah. by the way, this concerns me. Not just because Ben and Register Sausage may, may have gotten shortchanged because people couldn't get their sausage dogs uh, in, in, a, timely in, a, in a timely manner yeah. at, at the uh, concessions there. But damn it, man, let's have our stuff in order when the season comes around here, Florida State. I'm reaching out today. Because we're well in advance of a very anticipated season. A lot of people excited about Florida State football again. Mm -hmm. And given the fact that Florida State football wasn't any good until last year for like five years, and they still struggled to get people in and out of the damn stadium, what are we going to do now that people actually want to go to games? Was it a struggle even on oh, Saturday? Well, not Saturday, no. But I'm saying, oh, like, saying I'm just saying, ready, general, yeah. get, get it together. It's always a hard discussion for us because we're pampered media. Like We, we don't. We don't have to but wait we in the long lines. We care about the common man. We, we do know common man. But a lot of times we don't really see it. Like we don't. we're, you know, we're not we're not oh, there. Well, I see it and keep walking to the press entrance, but I see it. Yeah. And I think those poor bastards, unless I'm one of those poor bastards going with my dad and my kids sometimes, which I do do on occasion, you can't get in. You're just sardines. It's awful. If you're a member of the war chant, if you go to the tribal council though, there's a long line of people commiserating with you. You uh, can vent because there's a lot of people and a lot of ideas, a lot of suggestions for how Florida State could do that better. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe in a – And it's important. We shouldn't – like the fan experience yeah. is kind Ser of a Serious, deal. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, but I'm it, not, but I'm it, not. it's complaint. just so beyond the scope of what we – you know, I mean, yeah, it needs to get better. It that's, has to. We've, that's, and it's we've fair covered to, that topic. It's fair to point it out, though. Sure. I mean, it should be pointed out on the regular because it's not getting better. What get about those fireworks, though, gang? Fireworks were happening. Did y'all see them? I didn't see no. the fireworks. I did. They, when they ran out the first time, the fireworks. I missed the fireworks. All right, so the spring game isn't really the story, although we will talk about it. The story is that they got the number one tight end in the country, wrestled him away from Georgia. He was originally a Florida State commit. Then Georgia got him, and you understood why he went to Georgia because all they do is churn out first-round draft picks at tight end. Yeah. But now you got him, and you know how much I love tight ends. Love tight ends. And he I, I just say I wonder if Landon realizes about four practices into his Florida State career, you're going to be like, what's up with Landon Thomas? Where, where's, what's, what, what's his When's story? Landon Thomas going to start gonna catching make, He's not what I thought he was. <laughs> I love tight ends, and I'm really excited about Landon Thomas. And I listen, you get a five-star kid like this. We talked seriously about the need to con continue to recruit well. It's a given. But to dip into that high school ranks and get you some five-stars again to go along with all this great portal recruiting, well, there you go. And it moves you into the top five. That's now we're cooking with gas, boys. I actually just posted a story right before we come came on here from Warchant.com that people can go check out. It's a free story. You don't have to be a subscriber. You can go read there you it. Go. But not, people. So last year in last year's recruiting class, how many what top one hundred players do you think Florida State had in that recruiting class? Top one hundred in the country nationally in Florida State's last recruiting class. For on three rankings? One, yeah, but one. pretty much all of them. Yeah. Hakeem Williams was the only one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say one as well. One. In the that top 100 in the country. And, that, and that's not going to get it done. Right now, they're one of only five schools in the country with three in the top 60. They have three commits in the top 60. Landon Thomas, Luke Cromanhawk, the quarterback, and Cam Davis, the running back. They're also the favorite for two guys in the top 15, Charles Lester, defensive back from Sarasota, the five-star, and also um, 
another another who is the other player? And there's another player in the top fifteen. Oh, um, shoot, it's a lineman. Uh, yeah, the offensive lineman from Pensacola, Jonathan yeah. Daniels. Right, they're the leader for him. So there's two guys in the top fifteen that would give you five in the top sixty. There's a couple more guys in the sixties or seventies that they're the leader for, and then there's a couple other guys in the top hundred that they're in the mix for. So there's, a, I mean, they could get six or seven or eight guys in the top hundred. That's a, yeah. I mean, compared to a year ago well, or two, two years, years ago, ago or five you, years ago, you couldn't even get them on campus. Yeah. And yeah. now they're here, they're visiting, they're committing. You're winning uh, some of them over. Yeah, right, man, right, right. It, you know, Florida State isn't doesn't take a lot to get you back at the uh, back at the elite level in recruiting. It just if history's an indication. I know it's different now with NIL and portal, but Florida State's always been this. It's all it's been this for 45 years now. If you're good and you have a good staff you can get really good players. Yeah, as I say, operating at pre-coefficiency, you're always going to do well here. This is a destination job for coaches for that reason, Corey. They know that if they do well and their system works, you're going to get players. I mean, to your point, historically, that's just true. That's not true at a lot of other locations. And so, you know, we know that the, the programs that have great historical cachet can turn things around quickly with the right guy. We always say that it's the right guy, but it's true. Um, you know, you go back to when Bob Stoops turned it around so quickly at Oklahoma. I bring this up a lot just because of Oklahoma ties. But, you know, I mean, they had failed for some time with Blake and obviously Schnellenberger was there even for a year. People forget that. I mean, they had a lot of failures in a row. And then Bob Stoops walks in, and in three years, Oklahoma's back to being, unfortunately, really good because they beat us in the national championship game. But that's how, how fast it happens at a place like Oklahoma, at a place like Florida State. It's true at most places that have had any kind of historical cachet, you know. But it's, it's also yeah. what we wanted to see, right? Like we knew he was good at offense, and he proved that last year when he had capable players. Uh, we know he's killing it in the portal. The one question we still had is, okay, can you get to the level that Florida State is accustomed to? Uh, speaking of accustomed, yeah, right. show. You and I were talking. If you don't hit, if you're not a top ten consistent recruiting class in the high school ranks, and and we wondered because he had never really done it, can he bring in? the elite high school recruits when he's battling against Georgia and Florida and Alabama for these guys. And this is a really good sign, right? This whole, this whole recruiting cycle has been a really good sign. Yeah. Not the, just the guys. And you got to keep it going. You got to bring them on. The on. guys that are interested, the guys that show up. Yeah. I that, agree with it's you. a really good sign. Yeah. They just had I mean, one, the nation's number one safety. KJ Bolden just came on a visit mm-hmm. a week or so ago. I mean, it's been one big name after another. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, think back to Jimbo and, and really Jimbo is the only comparison that, most of us have in our lifetimes. You know, we weren't here. We weren't paying attention when Bobby Bowden got here in 1976. Yeah. Not even us old folks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Corey. Yeah. Um, you were just a gleam in your daddy's eye in 1976. <laughs> no, I was no, born. No, he was yeah, born. I, I, know, I was just trying to make <laughs> you feel better. I appreciate better. that. No, I appreciate no. that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's um, – so Jimbo is really the perspective we have, and he had two huge advantages, which we've all talked about. Number one, he was the head coach in waiting, so he was out recruiting on the road while – other head coaches couldn't be out in the road recruiting. And he got all those visits. And he got all those, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those homes. And then it was a big benefit when he got the job in that first class with LaMarcus Joyner and those guys. Then he had success that first year. Like, that was huge, too. If, yeah. if, if his first year had been 6-6, six and six, yeah. I don't. he might be in the same boat that Mario Cristobal's in right now. You know? I mean, it's it's if you don't have some success that first year, it's tough. That happened and Mike, early, yeah. And Mike Norvell didn't. Yeah. He was 3-6 and six in a COVID year. Then 5-7. and seven. So, like... It's fair to say, can he do it? But it was almost no chance he was going to be able to do it with those first two seasons. Yeah, we knew going into last year that that season uh, was of uh, the utmost importance. And we we 
really talked about it ad nauseum on this show, my show, Wake Up War Channel. You wrote about it. We all talked about the, the need to have a winning season to prove that you're a good coach. And I, I brought up the point that there are good coaches get fired all the time. Something goes wrong, and then the weight, the avalanche of the things that didn't go the way you needed them to becomes too much to overcome, and then now you're out of a job, even though you might be a really good football coach. And we thought, the three of us, that Mike Norvell, just from eyeballing it, was a really good football coach, mm-hmm. but the results weren't there. And then the problem was you thought, well, we think he's a good coach, but the record's the record, and they did lose to Jacksonville State, and it's hard to argue that that is ever okay. And don't you think that? And, you know, the, I remember thinking, like, oh, no, that might be <clears throat> too much to overcome. Luckily, he didn't waver. And when that came in his tenure, like he had just gone three and six, and you're like, okay, but now he's had a year to kind of turn it around. And then he starts off the next season 0 and 4, where there's a lot of kids that maybe would have been interested in Florida State yeah, but September it, it, of that's, and that's, year. And they're like, that's a wrap. I'm not going there. They're three and 10. You know who decommitted right around that time? Hmm. Landon Thomas. Oh, did he really? He, he decommitted hey, in, in, in I, 2011. I understand, Landon. Yeah. I would have maybe decommitted. Yeah. You might have had second loss. thoughts at that point. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You might have had second thoughts. And then thoughts. it's fair to have third thoughts when you see what's happened since. Uh, obviously, since uh, Norvell and I's moment in the press conference, right. things have completely flipped. But I, you, before that, I would have, if my son was committed to Florida State and they were just three and ten and a loss to Jacksonville State, I would be like, okay, man, let's pull the, let's pump the, let's open a it up bit. a little bit, yeah, maybe take a look around. What just, else is out there? That's how life works. You don't want to, yeah, go you got to win, man. It's ship. the ultimate. Uh, this, this, this is a cut and dry deal. This is a black and white deal. You, you either win or you don't. That's all there's to it. You, and, and if you do, then your message has a chance to resonate. Because somebody will sit across and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> They're not coming to listen to whatever your modus operandi is if all you do is lose. And that's it's, he got that chance, yeah. and he's hitting it now. We think he's going to hit a home run. Yeah. These aren't, like, real extensive job interviews where you're, like, finding it, like, having, like, these long questionnaires and f- doing psych- personality studies and figuring out the people. It's do you win or do you not? Do you put players in the NFL or do you not? Yeah. That's, that's – those are where, where it starts. And so – Every coach can have a great personality and all those things. And, and you know, Chad Simmons, who, who's our recruiting expert for on three, you know, he used a quote I put in that piece where he just said, he said, look, recruits always liked Mike Norvell and they've always liked Florida State. Yeah. But you just can't sell three and six and five and seven. Well, now they had something to sell. It's changed everything. And now they have these commits here. The one thing I would say, though, is you can't have a bad season and expect to keep those kids, you know? So, oh, yeah. We, so, yeah. Th- like, None of these guys are signed yet. They have to have. You, That's you why have to we deliver temper the, the enthusiasm with the modern era of recruiting. And af- after what happened with Travis Hunter, we we all yeah. know the situation. Like he's verbally committed. Good. Yeah. And it looks good. Creates momentum. Certainly, it creates a buzz. Your name's in the limelight again. You have other kids that are of that scale begin to look over and say, "Okay, so that that's a destination now." You think about Cromanhawk, the quarterback, yeah. who's shutting it down. Right. He has decided he's coming. Well, the, if you think about in recruiting, there's a real buzz around that kid. He keeps getting better and better and better. It doesn't figure to slow down, right? He's a talent. He can really spin Where's it. Where does he play? Where's he in Savannah? Yeah, the private school. Okay. But he's a kid now. It's like a military school, I think. That when you read, you know, if, if you talk to Michael Langston or you, you read any of these things, these recruiting services, a lot of your top-end guys, once they say they're committed and they're shutting it down, well, then they go and they are that mouthpiece. They are your voice. They are the guy that helps create even more interest from other top-line recruits. Hey, I'm going to Florida State. Come on with me. We're going to do well together. You know, so now 
you you have a chance because you have a coach whose message is resonating, and you have frontline players that are saying yes. I just it, uh, it pro day, and that wasn't pro day. It was the uh, legacy weekend when Jameis came back. Mm. You weren't around. I think you were out of town or something. I was out of town, yeah. Um, but Ant, Ant Winston, Ant or Winston was there yeah. and with Jameis. And uh, he asked about you. And uh, we talked a little bit. Still yeah. love Ant? He, he still loves you mostly. He, he felt, gets mad he, at me sometimes. I feel like maybe you were a little harsh on the Jameis Bucks years a little bit, maybe. Was it because they won a Super Bowl immediately after you left? No, it's because and then I— And threw all those interceptions? No, 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 listen. It's a complicated relationship Ant and yeah. I have. <laughs> I have talked to Ant on and off the record. Yeah. I love Ant. I got nothing but love for him. And he loves you too. He just got he's a little He got little, mad little at me still. because look, man, every now and then you have to acknowledge 30 interceptions is a bit excessive. It's a little bit. It's a little it's excessive. A little much. And if I say that it's excessive, then I was a hater. So yeah. what are you gonna do? No, no, he still loves us. He loves all of us, but he <laughs> loves, definitely loves you. But anyway, I was talking to him, and the first thing I brought up is the first thing I always bring up when I see him is that because I gotta hate on Jimbo, because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Mm-hmm. That it was him. It was Ant or Winston and Mario Edwards Sr. that really built that class. That yes, class, correct. Because they got Jameis and Mario Jr. together, and then they went and recruited everybody else, the Darbys and the Cashers and all those guys, you because those guys like were the bell cows, and they went out and got everybody else. They should have been co-recruiting coordinators <laughs> for that class. But it's true. Like, I mean, the coaches have to have a good rapport. They've got to establish relationships. they got to know these coaches. they got to go see these kids. they got to do their due diligence. But to a larger extent, I mean – assuming you're going to do that because it's in your job title, you've got to create a buzz. You do that by winning. Once yeah. you do that, then you get the yeses from the elite recruits. Once the elite recruits start saying yes, other elite recruits are interested in that. Those recruits talk to those kids that have said yes, and then, boom, you've got this and I'll be honest, magic. that's where I thought Hornybrook's dad did a, <laughs> did a disservice to Florida State. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't do he it. He didn't go bring anybody no. with him. No, you Nobody. Think. It was just horn. It's just horn swaggle so, by himself, and that didn't get him done. Came across country by himself. <laughs> when, you know, I remember you texted me that night that Horn Dog said he was coming, <laughs> and and I said to you, man, this is huge because his parents are really going to get involved. They're going to get involved. Process, They're going to bring some other. And who's going to say no? Going to open up the to pipeline. Brook. I mean, who says no to that? Think about all of the big time paydays down the field if right. you're a receiver. Yeah. Well, I mean, to a, to about thirty eight yards with that big arm, yeah. you're stretching the seam look, too, man, buddy. Look, you're Willie doing had it all. Opens had a plan. everything up. He he had a plan. He stuck to it, and it worked out perfectly. Seminole headlines is off to a great start. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system We're offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, 
grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. MLB is finally back in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of brand new my bookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at my bookie and use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to a thousand dollars. It's simple: deposit two hundred bucks and play with three hundred instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than my bookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball. Betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Yeah, so this just further creates the buzz uh, amongst the fan base that we're already excited about. And now you got to get through this this summertime, man, that's coming. I mean, I, I more than anything else. Um, well, at least we got an exciting two weeks yeah. with a portal coming up. That'll, well, you hold your breath, right? Hold your breath. I mean, there'll be some good and some bad with that. Yeah, well, exciting. It could be bad excitement or good excitement either way. I want it to be quiet. I want to uh, maybe, maybe a linebacker, maybe an end. Maybe a, I don't know. You know, I mean, a couple, couple, couple areas. You're talking about the receiving side. The shipping side may, yeah, no. may be an issue too. Yeah, no, no. I, you know, you worry about that. that gotta, no, there's some, some of them got to ship out. Yeah, well, Brendan Gant some. has. He's yeah. decided that he's taken on down the road. I will say, Brendan Gant was much more effective last year than I thought he would be. Yeah, he did a good job in the transition to linebacker. Clearly, he didn't like it. Um, but he was he was one of the better ones at, at you know at covering, uh, which is an area of weakness for that group, in my opinion. But, you know, that's not the end of the world. It's also not shocking that you lose Brennan Gant. You're probably going to lose some more guys. Uh, we'll see. Knock on wood that you don't. But there are some guys that, frankly, a lot of people would like to see leave and maybe need to find greener pastures because they're not going to play here. Well, they're going to need some of it because they have to get back to 85. Yeah. They're, they're going to be over. Plus, I mean, especially if Destin Hill actually Destin yeah, Hill actually Destin shows Hill might up. be on yeah. another one. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. But, um, In a couple of weeks. Yeah, so they're going to have to get a few guys to leave um, that I think will probably want to leave on their own. Again, you've got 17 or 18 offensive linemen. My guess is there's going to be a couple out of that group. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's, you know, going to be some a few others. You just, you know, again, like it's like uh turning on the water spout like just a little bit, like you don't you don't want it too much cuz there's probably going to be guys on this team right now that have would have opportunities if they went somewhere else from an NIL standpoint that you, and you don't want to lose all of them. So so that's, you know, it's just going to be a, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks. Uh, Mark, I want to thank you as always stepping Mark up big here. Yeah, Pillar. Mark is solid as a rock. Uh, thanks again, guys, for a great experience for the War Chant community this past weekend. And are we really living in a world where we get five stars to flip from Georgia to FSU LFG? Um, thanks, Mark. Thank, thank you, Mark. Mark. You're the best you, man. Buddy. It was awesome seeing you this weekend again. Yeah, I, I know it's a good world to live in when you're stealing recruits from Georgia, but that's what you got to do. And we've never really made any. Uh, bones about this that Florida State's next step is to make themselves relevant in the college football playoff those are the teams that make it you know it's Georgia it's Alabama it's Ohio State it's teams like that 
you got to be able to recruit on that level. It's going to be a lot more in a year or two, right? When is the uh, new playoff start? Is that 2025? It's not next year. I know. Yeah, 2024? I think so. Yeah, so just one more year of this, and then you're, uh, you're top 12, baby. It's going to be a whole new world of teams making the playoffs. But then from there, you know, again, I think that we'll always look at this as a program that should be competing for or aspire to, to, to compete for national titles. Sure. So that's, but, that's what you have to recruit against. So just speaking of Georgia, so I looked up Kirby's record. So his first year he went eight and five, which isn't great, but it's I yeah, mean, you passable know, it was, for year it, one. It was okay. Then his next year he went 13 and two. If that didn't happen, he wouldn't have, you know, they probably wouldn't have become what they've kind of become. I mean, you know, there's been. Well, yeah. Like if, uh, you know, Megan Fox wasn't really hot. She wouldn't be an actress. My point is like, you have to have that success early to kind of get yeah. it going. Yeah. And so, so where Florida state is now, if this you can their, keep it going, you because, hope that was their 10 and three, eight and five, like that was yeah. their eight and five ish mo- moving yeah. into a really special season the next year. Cause that yeah. hit that next year was when they lost to out to a, in the national championship right. game after beating uh, Baker Mayfield in the Rose bowl. And if you know, and again, you get to that point now where you start playing at that level, you're Florida state again, and you're in the state of Florida. And so you have all those going back to Jimbo. Like the one thing I never felt like he appreciated about Florida State, he knew all the the drawbacks. He knew all the warts, and there are some. Yeah. There have been some, yeah, in terms of money or whatever else. But he never seemed to value the the recruiting base. Certainly didn't mention intense. it if he did. Yeah, so, that didn't come up a lot. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Weirdly, because he would remember plays from 1989 and yeah. 88 when they were building the dynasty, and then it's like oh, I don't. Then he goes to A and M that gives them everything under the sun. Did he some things he didn't have at Florida State? Yeah, and not it's working out. Not really working out. Twenty six players in the portal since last year for for Texas A and M. Did you see his? Ooh, uh, that's, he, a, that's a toughie. He went back at the media. Well, no, but the other thing was he said he's like because I guess they have like seventy or seventy one guys on their scholarship on scholarship mm-hmm. right now, and so they're they're going to be active in the portal. And uh, but he said he's like yeah when I was at Florida State we never carried more than eighty or eighty one. Like, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I mean I. I I'm not going to go back probably and count, but but he's basically like, yeah, we were never anywhere near 85. Not a big deal. It's not a big. Don't be 71's alarmed. 71's fine. Don't be yeah. alarmed. It's okay, 52. We're just going to have 52. Good did you ones. even go? Right you didn't, did you go to the spring game? I watched it. Okay, Ira and I were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ira was sort of there. I I watched it on my computer and then I rewatched it on my big screen. What'd you think? Any takeaways? Anything yeah, that you like? Yeah, I talked like? about it yesterday on the wildly popular Jeff Cameron show. You could have heard all the takes. Corey. Oh my bad. Still one to three. Yeah, I was still busy. one to three. And Ira, Ira came was on. on so Ira was on too. Really what got about in depth. Yeah, wait, he was there. Everybody was there. Did Tom talked. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, no, I I thought obviously it was it, you know it's, spring games suck. I hate them. Um, most of the time, they're they're not in- interesting at all, especially if you're fortunate enough to be one of us who goes to every practice. So you get to see what you've already yeah. seen uh, for fans. Which is that Rodney might be Hill different. never in a green jersey. So my man, just come tackle, real, come real, get some real quick to interrupt real quick, and you go right back to what you're saying. But he just had I, two hours yesterday to talk about all this. I do like what Florida State. I do like the but fact you asked me. I do appreciate the floor, the fact that Florida State's administration and the coaching staff, Mike Norvell particularly didn't like try to create a perception that it was going to be a game. Mm-hmm. Called it a showcase. They called it a showcase. Yeah. And they it wasn't like he was imploring, you know, how many Fill coaches will like Fill up the stadium. We better yeah. see that stadium fill and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, man, we're going to have a practice. If you guys want to come, that's awesome." It's going We'd the way of the dodo, it. by the way. But yeah. I but I appreciate the honesty. Right. Anyway, and I think we were honest, at least I was honest on Wake Up Porch. I'm like, "Man, spring games kind of suck." They it's always have. They yeah, always you've have. always been honest. I I I'm the not Jameis a- game is the only game I I've been doing this for 15 years covering spring games. It's the only one I really remember is the Jameis game. Well, I remember Willie's first cuz it sold well, out. 
I remember the end but of it, him it, running around. Yeah, running around that all that. That yeah. was a cool Great. moment. That was actually the, yeah, the was only really cool neat. moment of the Willie Taggart era. Yeah. But, yeah, so the thing of it is it's, it's not set up to be all that entertaining, and people go thinking it's going to look like a game, and it doesn't, so they're disappointed. And you hear that a lot, and I understand that. But coaches are going to value keeping their players healthy, and they're not sure. going to you know go like they did. I was at the Dan Kendra game, spring game, when he blew out his knee, and I remember thinking, well, that'll be the end of that. Yep. Uh, and it pretty much has been. Now, you look around the country, you're seeing this, right? You're not seeing games. It's just not – there's not a lot of it. You know, they're always situational a lot of times. Sometimes you're not seeing offense like that Florida <laughs> one Ooh. last Thursday night. Yep. Man, it's a toughie. But – At least it was on national television for everybody to watch. <laughs> on a Thursday. But, yeah. Yeah, but the point would be you see enough things that, you know, obviously it was a great day for C.J. Campbell. I don't know what that means. You know, it, it means they didn't want the other guys to get a lot of carries. I know that. Um, I know that Toa Feely showed off that speed on his touchdown. I thought that uh, that the Brock throw at the end uh, down the seam was really nice. Uh, to uh, Morlock. To Morlock. Morlock. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was a great throw. Yep. And he showed toughness because he was awful yeah. to start. And then he rebounded nicely. And that shows a lot of mental toughness in that situation to do that. And your I thought first my ever man Norvell, we didn't get a chance to talk to him again. I thought we would on, yesterday. Um Throwing him out there to the Wolves as the his Glenn's first appearance was with the second third team offense against the first team defense. Mm. It's like it's maybe yeah. the thinking be it's never going to be any tougher than this. Just go right. And he kind of got a really nice completion taken away because they called a sack as he let it go that Morlock caught for like a twenty five yard gain. That yeah, was it was a, really a sack nice throw. though. But yeah, yeah but I mean was. it was yeah. a really nice throw under pressure. No, he he listen, he's shown a lot of stuff yeah. this spring. And and so that continued over. I was happy for his success. Uh you know, you saw a little bit of everything. You saw Jaheim Bell uh finally get it going later in the scrimmage. Uh but you know let what me he ask, is. Let me ask you, you know what Jaheim is. Mm-hmm. Let me ask I want curious your guys' opinion on it, but the Deloach interception. So it's easy to say that like you know, he stared him down, so then Deloach comes over and picks it off. But I also wonder if that was like a, a scheme because it's because Cypress was the 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 DB. Who was the receiver? Was it? Um, was I don't know. Span? I can't remember who the receiver uh, I don't was. Who the receiver was? Yeah. But the receiver starts running deep and then turn and stops and turns around and Cypress runs deep like he's got the deep third. And then as soon as that's happening, Kalen runs over. So I almost wonder if it was like he's replacing him in that coverage. But anyway, regardless of what it was, it was a great play by Deloach. I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't a great throw, but it was a, it was a really nice play by Deloach. Yeah. He takes advantage of an opportunity and those are got to do. I mean, those are the plays that he also stripped that ball and recovered it. And that was, he would have scored. So, oh, well, maybe not. I mean, I think he scores scores on that that one. Maybe not. Maybe not. Kakai could have tracked him down. But, but I was happy to see the, the larger point. I was happy to see Deloach play well. Yeah. Um, and he is a good player. You know, he really was a good player for the first half of last season. I've said to Ira yesterday that I feel like he's been he was dinged in the second yeah, half of the season. He the slowed way down. He wasn't if you nearly as the fast. Replay of the LSU game, he's all over he's the place. He's all over the place. He was and shot that was out of coming a cannon. on the heels of uh his yeah. really good twenty twenty one. At the end of twenty twenty one he was yeah. good. Remember the Boston College game yeah. where he had like every tackle? Yeah. So he he's a guy that I thought could take another step and hopefully he will this year and, and he's healthy. Maybe that's an indicator of that. I was happy to see it. Um, you know, I don't know that there was a lot really to learn that we hadn't already learned this spring yeah. as media members just being there. You I know, think maybe it for just fans, kind of uh, um, emboldened what we already thought. Like, I I, will, I'm sorry, Corey. I, I will say this. Don't. I mean, just do I, not ever I will interrupt. Point, me again. I'll point while I interrupt. I, I mean, that I, is I'll the point ultimate at your ass while I interrupt. Betrayal. I'm going to tell you, I'm interrupting with a point. <laughs> and you could cut off his mic, but you're not even going to do I'm that because you don't that. need to do no, that. Yeah. That's all right because we can talk it out. Yeah, it's all right. 
Uh, he's not easily offended. Mm-hmm. All day, Dre, which really he really didn't do much, and then you get that catch on the sideline. End of the day, Dre. End of the day, Dre, <laughs> and you get the balance. Man, and come on now. That's that was actually well played. Yeah, uh, and you get the balance. You get the shiftiness. You get that speed. He showed his whole bag in that one. In the that catch one wasn't easy. Play, yeah. That one play, you're like, I'm so glad he, he had that. A lot. That. I'm really I, glad he too. had that play. Yeah, he's he's a really nice player. I thought Portier's day was good. I mean, they were just the catch it was Portier like, made down the sideline. Yeah, that's a, that's as good as it gets, man. And if, then if you go back and watch it, I mentioned this yesterday on the Jeff Cameron okay, show, Corey. Right. We were doing all kinds of spring talking. If okay, you could, I like to y'all just regurgitate talking. it. Let's go. Let's I don't do know. Something fresh. Well, I don't know if you have if if you've gone back and watched. Have you gone back and watched like the? Have you slowed it down that play that catch? No. Go, it's uh, it's incredible. I mean, he's he leaps, goes full extension, and he doesn't like grab it. Sometimes like they one hand it and it just sticks in their hand. He has to kind of like tip it back to himself. It to also it. wasn't a lobby pass. No, it was a line drive yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. those aren't that, the ones you normally one hand and deflect to yourself. That catch and then the smoothness, the way he ran on the one for the touchdown. To me, I I changed my opinion of him. I always thought he was. I thought he was more of a product of Mike Norvell's offense. And if he's going to be in positions, he's going to be open. He's going to catch passes. But those were plays like he went and made plays. Yeah, he might have some stuff to him. And we know I think we know nineteen does. And that's why I wanted him to have a, a just so we didn't look like complete buffoon. Like we've been talking this kid up. And I know I get it. Yeah. I, I, Can't I, worry I don't about care that about it. Yeah. We, we do know what we're seeing. Yeah. But him being able to showcase that for everyone else, just on that one play, the speed, the shiftiness, the the toughness, the competitiveness, to not run out of bounds, to keep I mean, the whole thing turning a uh what, a nine yard catch into a forty four yard catch. That's that's stuff they don't have maybe a ton of at the wide receiver position right now, um, and he's but certainly I do think, got that. I will say, and we'll, we'll put a ribbon on this for now, but I I do think the same questions we had going in, because now's the time where you nitpick because you're trying to win a championship. If you had questions um, about safeties, I don't know that they got answered. You know, we uh, they weren't awful. They weren't great. They didn't. There was nothing that really stood out yeah. about the safety play in this Which game. Which is kind of what it's been like the whole spring, it's kind honestly. Of just a malaise of sort yeah. of like, eh, I don't know, maybe. I think we all believe Shaheen Brown's going to have a good year. Yeah. I just, we, we haven't seen it really in the spring. Yeah, he hadn't been bad, just yeah. hadn't been good. And so I'm, I'm still waiting on that a little bit. And, I, and, and I've never had a problem with the starting linebackers. Uh, it's just, there's not a ton of depth there. And I worry about that if you're competing for championships. Do you need to go get a linebacker? Do you need to go get uh, – if there's a top-end guy out there, could you get him, bring him in? Would you exercise that option? We'll see. You're right. The portal will be fun to watch, and we'll see how FSU is affected, who they bring in, if anybody, and then who they lose. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. This is where I just turn and serve the softball without serving the softball. I'm just going to tell you guys to run with it because I have to cough. Okay, I have a question for it. Well, okay, go ahead. I, I, can hear, I, can hear, I can hear while I'm coughing. Okay. So people can't see my viewpoint from here. But right now, like, so you're on the other side of the glass, but then there's a little monitor in front of you or so, like an iPad or something where I can't see your shirt. Oh. But at the end of the last segment, I glance over to my screen and I see your shirt. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell is that shirt? Yeah. And then literally the segment ends. I go to my phone and Matt, who works with us now, texted, hey, what's up with Jeff's shirt? It's, so, two taco, it's a taco doing the gritty. I mean, Ira doesn't need any more explanation than that. It's a taco doing the gritty. He's got his hands up. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's one of the greatest shirts ever made. What's the? What you know you what the gritty you know is. What the gritty no, is. I do, but like I don't quite get why you're wearing it on your chest. 
Because I like the irreverent like silliness get, of a shirt that's absurd. I like the one that says Taco Cat spelled backwards as Taco Cat. That's a funny shirt. Yeah. I would wear that yeah. shirt. Well, I wear this shirt. Okay. Because I like it. It's, it's a cat in a taco. I just like that the taco is doing the gritty. Okay. Go, going back to the conversation. Also, I love tacos. So oh, it, yeah. once, once it involved the taco, now we got tacos out here doing the gritty. I had to have it. Yeah, it's got to. like all and kinds, you love like all kinds of tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Love them. Right, any kind. Yeah. So uh, in the last segment, you were talking about the linebacker depth. Yeah. And uh, somebody in the chat, I think it was um, who was? It? Let me look back here. Um, took a uh, Khalil brought up that Omar uh, and Lundy look good. Omar Graham and DJ Lundy look good. Yeah. I think they're good too, man. I think they're fine. I like. They're fine. I get this thing, right? you. Yeah, but it's fine. like, and I heard you got you and Aslan on wake up talking about like the needs of these backups and it's like i don't know what who's got really great like backup players like in college football i mean other than georgia and i know like that's the aspiration buddy but that's where I we're just, trying to get to we're climbing i just you just want to stay down here no, at this level i'm trying to climb i want to live go. in a real world with real expectations okay. of real hopes we and aspirations are, not right. like the fantasy candy there land be, no there could be a uh, a really good linebacker that comes on the market that wants to come be a backup no, no he may have to start that i mean it's not like you've got marvin jones and Derek brooks okay. in the linebacker but spot so he, if you sell him, look, you have a real chance to start on a top 20 defense on a top 10 team. Okay, well, then you know I don't have a backup for them because either Deloach or Bethune sure, would be no, in the but portal. But you can't operate that way. That, that's my point. Is Plus, I you get can't. It. Not if you get them on the last day of the portal <laughs> at 11.59. <laughs> Sorry, boys, you're stuck. That's how you got to play the game. Yeah, but I'm also not I, – I get – it's a larger picture, Ira. We both know that there's always. I'm not saying yeah. But, but I'm not I'm saying, saying that those guys are like you couldn't dare. You can replace, I'm not saying that. I'm right. just saying, I don't think you're gonna. You're gonna. You might get another backup that well, you're not gonna think is a great a backup just because he's new. But I didn't want to go do that. I don't know what he said, but I, I'm not trying to go out here and bring a run of the mill linebacker in to be with the other run of the mill linebackers. I'm saying if you if there's an elite linebacker that okay. you could get, you should get him. Yeah. Because that's a position to me that could use upgrading. I just the and conversation. If it means that Tana Bethune decides to leave, well then he leaves. Right. The conversation a lot of times gets to depth. And it's like we need a fourth or fifth defensive end. We need a fourth no, or fifth I, linebacker. It's I like man, have, I don't know that you're gonna get anybody good. And, and it's funny because like when McClendon left, everybody's like, Oh, we're good. And now it's like, hey, well, let's go find a defensive end. I said you would want him in your four-man rotation. I never said we're good. I said that's you're better with him than not. Is he a difference maker? Is he a game changer? No. Are you better with him? I think you are. So when he left, I was disappointed. It's not the same as if Jordan Travis leaves, but is it bothersome? Yeah, it bothers me a little bit, but it happened. Gilbert Edmond and he might be a very similar player. They stylistically know, but the height and weight is the same. We'll see what happens. I just think at linebacker, you could do better. You're on the cusp. I really believe this could be a good defense, very good defense this year because of that defensive line, which we've talked about. And I don't know that you are in a position right now where you would compete with a, for a national championship, per se, if we were, if we were talking about the, the depth of talent on the roster. At that position, I don't think those guys are bad players. I just don't. I think they're better players. Also, you can sell that you're on a 4-3. But they don't. But you could sell it. Oh, okay. yeah, you just want to like we're, Corey's out. I don't have the personnel. We're shrinking people. We're thinking about a four three. We're thinking about you know. Look, if we had another good linebacker, we'd think about a four three. If we had an all American, we're running a four three. We Bubba. We change our scheme we just for you. for you. Yeah, we will change our entire scheme for you. But because we, we want you on the field that bad. Sorry, greedy and Knowles. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you're I, out of jobs. I, I do. I, I agree with you though that I'm not bringing in a guy just to bring in a guy. Okay. If it's a really good player. 
and he's disgruntled. He's at Ohio State, and he's pissed off because he's third string, and he's a five-star kid that can really move, and you could bring him in, do it. Uh, that's all I'm saying. And, well, I mean, but we're also, like, they are losing guys. Like, Deloach and Bethune are gone after this year. You do plan for 2024, too. If there's a, a Oh, a if you got a multi-year star, guy, yeah. If there's a former five-star, even if you don't think he's going to start this year, but he's in the market, I don't know that you say no because you're still planning for 2024, too. I like, just think but, you're not you know, going to get a rental player to be a backup. Right. You're not going to get a rental. Yeah, player I think we to be all agree on that. Yeah, and your space is limited, man. Like they yeah. don't, they don't, they're not going to be able to go out and sign a bunch of guys. No. they need to get guys to leave just to get close to 85. Yeah, I, I, I tried to maybe I mean, one or just, two guys, and maybe. I get it. Nobody's really fired up about their backups, but when I look at the safety position, if if and this is the example I used, if Shaheen Brown twists an ankle and Akeem Dent bangs up his shoulder, your safeties are going to be what? Duke Cooper and KJ Kirkland. I mean, that's not a championship. Kirkland's a freshman who's like going to we think be very sure, very good, but, but you have to thrust him into action before Travis you want. Jay, I mean, you, you these are people you can't count on because you haven't seen them. But I think like teams in every sport, every day around the country and around the world, when you lose starters, it has an effect. I mean, I just don't. I know, but the deeper perfect, rosters out of Alabama and Ohio State yeah. and of Georgia are what you're aspiring. To. Right, and I just think Florida State. I believe Florida State is at a time right now where they're going to need to stay healthy. Yeah, to, well, to challenge those schools. Amen. They're not going to be able to withstand a bunch of injuries. No, they're, they're not. not. No, they're not. And and it but that it's it's, it's some positions they can, but, but at offensive they line can. they could. Yeah. Uh but there aren't too many positions where that's true. I just if you continue to build on it and we'll see who leaves. Brendan Gant just left. He was a quote unquote linebacker. So, you know, I know you need more people to leave, but if you're gonna replace him, let's say, and there's a guy out there, especially if he's a front line. Now I understand you end up probably upsetting the apple cart if you bring in a starter, but Trying to win, so yeah, you can I, kick I, over that apple cart. <laughs> you can be as pissed as you want to be. Uh, it would also not... be nice if Deloach was a player, player. Which again, he's shown flashes of it. It's not see at the safety position, we haven't seen flashes of what we've seen from Deloach. You know what I mean? Like Deloach looked has played at times like an all conference linebacker. He has uh, the LSU game we brought up, the end of twenty twenty one. Yeah, no, no, up. he's had his moments. I, I like Deloach a lot. Yeah, yeah. So he's got it in him. Maybe it would be nice if like he made that step or was consistently there because they talk about him as if he's very, very important to that defense. Everything about him is very important to that defense. So if he could make that step, well, then maybe linebacker isn't the thing you want. But Thune's a fine college linebacker, and Deloach might be good, like good, like all conference good. The safety, I just, I just, I, I think Shaheen Brown can be something, but it's, it's speculation at this point. But it's also like we're not. I don't know how many at bats they're getting to show us what they can do. I mean, like, what? Do, it's not well, like we're seeing them get beat over the top. Hakeem's had a million at bats. He's not been a bad player. He's been I, up I didn't and down. Say he was bad, right? You, you could go get better though. Maybe, maybe yeah, you might, maybe, but you might be upsetting that apple cart. The the thing about Shaheem is, and, and I where did that phrase come from? By the way, upsetting the apple cart. Yeah, look that up. You love okay, looking things so, up. I got nothing else to do. Um, I would say this. It is interesting that earlier Adam Fuller seems like a simpler time where you're just walking down the street downtown. Oh, there's yeah. an apple cart. Oh, there's another one. Let's upset it. And as long as nobody upsets it, well, he's gonna be all right. Then but we could go weird, get an could what buy a weird an apple. Verb to use, not knock it over, not kick it, upset it, as if you say something rude to it. Like, look at you, you stupid apples. In your stupid well, the, cart. Look at this slow-ass cart you're in. So, yeah. Oh, you upset. Clogging up the roadway. You getting upset, Apple Get it cart? together. Okay, I'm I'll, looking it up. Y'all yeah. keep talking. Uh, it's interesting that Adam Fuller called out the position. We don't know if he was saying specifically Shaheen Brown or Akeem Dent, but the position of safety. I think he knows they got a chance to be really good, and he's excited about 
what they could be because they haven't been great. They haven't been terrible. They just can be a lot better. And I think they can this year because of the defensive line. He needs those guys to make plays. I like that they put an emphasis on turnovers. You know, I asked Mike. I was standing right next to you when I did it uh, after after one of the practices. I mean, I, I don't know. It's a hard answer for him to give. I said, you know, how is it, you know, you talk about Coach Sertan coming in and putting an emphasis on creating turnovers. And I asked him specifically, like, well, well, how? Because a lot of a turnover is turnover luck, as we know. But he talked about techniques and putting a greater emphasis on it and having people be mindful of trying to create that. That was I'm paraphrasing his answer. Well, you saw some here in that game. Well, you I thought saw, the best yeah. part of his answer, and I thought it was a good answer, um, I thought the best part of his answer was when he said, sometimes you could say you want to – you'd like to – basically, like, sometimes you'd, li- you'd like to have turnovers, but but there's another mentality of go make the play. Right. Go, Don't wait for the turnover to happen. Go make the play. And it sounds like he was saying that Patrick Sertan speaks that language. Yeah. Like, don't wait for the play to come to you. You go make the play. Play, play don't care who makes it, Corey. Yeah, no, I've been no. saying that for years. Uh, uh, One of my favorite don't care who upsets yeah. it. Hey, did we figure that yeah. out? <laughs> so it's a reference to the way that carts for selling apples are traditionally stacked in a neat and orderly manner. So you can't this upset keeps, that. This keeps the round apples from rolling out of the cart and all over the floor. If you pull an apple from the wrong spot, the entire neat stack will fall apart, and you have upset the apple cart. You don't. You don't have to tell me. I've upset the uh, produce section at Publix it. a couple times. Clean have up you, on you aisle. knocked over stuff? Yeah, a couple times. You try to. You're trying to find the right I avocado saw, or I the saw right a woman apple. Do that recently and just walk away. Uh, that's not me. That's, that's not how you ridiculous. live. That's not how you live it, life. That's not how you live life at all. If Pick it was that, stuff up. If it was that baseball pitcher, he'd take a picture of it and tweet it and <laughs> complain about them. Did you see that the, the airplane thing? No. Oh, never mind. Are you on Twitter? Sometimes. Well, you're you're watching. You know what I'm talking about? I, I vaguely. So this guy, I think it's Bass. There's a picture named Bass. Anyway, he uh, tweeted a picture from the from the airplane where his kids and his wife are in the sitting in their seats and there's popcorn all over the floor. And he tweets indignantly that uh, Matthew could probably find it, and put it on Twitter, but or on the, the screen. But he he couldn't believe that the flight attendants asked were asking his wife, who's 22 months pregnant. To try to clean up She's the popcorn. What? She's how much? Twenty-two pregnant? weeks pregnant. Okay, I was gonna say twenty weeks. Is she, a is she an is elephant? Married to a Twenty twenty-two weeks is pregnant. Asked her to pick up the popcorn <laughs> off the floor. Right. Because Meanwhile, the five-year-old and yeah. the two-year-old who made this huge mess, and the five-year-old and the two-year-old sitting there with their headphones on, yeah, and they can't be bothered. And he's like, and the guy so just he gets got crushed. killed. Oh my god. Well, good. That's crushed. a great good. lesson in life. Like you think you're right, and everybody figures it out for you. Like nobody's saying you're. 22-week, five-month pregnant Maybe wife. you could, big Maybe, guy. Or, or I don't know if he's on the plane, but the, the, the kid, the five-year-old could, yeah. certainly could. I or, would, I would or, excuse. Or just it. say, I'm sorry, you yeah, know, sorry we'll, about we'll that. give you a tip or something. Yeah, I would certainly excuse the wife if she was 22 months pregnant. Yeah. My God. I mean, that's a long She must be thinking flying to herself. At that point. Holy moly. Yeah, you should not be on a plane if you're 22 months pregnant. Oh, do we have it? We got it? No? But then he uh, he went, he then went and, like, did a lot of memes of different. Uh, he, he tried to have fun with it. He okay, tried well, to, that's He good. tried to be self-deprecating, but, man, the guy got crushed. And he was a Major League Baseball pitcher? Yeah, I think it's Bass. I, I never he was heard on of him. A, he was on a... Not a private plane? Now his wife and kids were not on a private Oh, he must plane. play pitch for the Marlins or the Rays. Now, look at this. We got a whole conversation going about this. Oh. Uh, this no, no, no. No, there's two That's things going on. Going I was trying. We were trying to do two things at once, but we, there may be some news that we have to check into. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And, and we're going so, to break right now, well, right? Well, we got a minute and a half. But okay. what I'm going to tell you is that we will we will try to find out confirmation on this bit of news because it is involving Florida State football. I was going to say, what did you, real quick, like a 25-second synopsis on the three backup quarterbacks? 
Uh, Tate played well. He was fine, right? He was, he fine. was Tate, right? Yeah, he was he Tate. made a couple head shakers and some really nice throws. Uh, I thought Duffy was whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then I really liked at the end, Brock kind of bounced back nicely. I was bummed for Duffy because I thought until that horrible interception oh, he threw, it was a really he had had a nice day. He had yeah. converted a bunch of third downs with his running and some throws. You, hey, listen, so let's just do this real quick. I have no idea. I may be completely wrong on this. I'm not going to – this isn't a hill I want to die on and I'm going to argue about. But doesn't it just feel like if, if somebody isn't here in a year or two that it's going to be Duffy who's not here? Yeah. I mean, do you did you sense that as well? Yeah, that's me sensing it. Yeah, but I, I, yes, yes. Okay, yes, yeah. all right. I just, I was hoping it wasn't just me. Yeah, I wanted to throw I mean, it out there. He would make the most say. sense, right? He's sandwiched in between the guy that will be a fifth-year player in Rodemaker and the and the true freshman that's is, in my opinion, as good as he is already right now. And then you just and then you got another the kid quarter, coming, in, coming in, who yeah. everybody's really, really excited about. Yeah. So it's you can't have like, five quarterbacks. Yeah, it just feels like that room will somebody will leave that room, and if I had to. To, to guess, it would be A.J. Duffy. Yeah. I may be wrong. He could stay and fight it out. And There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I mean, you know, continuing to try to get better. Used to be back in the day, you didn't start here until you were Richard Jr. Amen. Even if you were awesome. Yeah. yeah you just you just got in line. Yeah, it was stay in line. <laughs> I, know the, I know the world's changed, all that. But, uh, all right, so we'll break. We'll come back. We'll find out what that news was, if, in fact, it is something we can confirm. Similar headlines. We'll get to your headliner questions as well. Similar headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV, continues in a moment. 